0: Hey everyone, this is Brother Wayne Clemens. I just want to thank you for tuning in with us today and being part of the worship experience here at Potter's Hope. Let's pray. Father, we love you so much. We're just so thankful for your word. God, thank you for these great heroes. God, in the Bible and these ones that you've used, that just shows us how you can use God cowards and God just wimps. and god just everybody people that just didn't believe that came to believe and god i'm just thankful for the strength of this story that's been preaching to my soul and i pray today god that you'd allow me to get out what you put in me i want to hide behind the cross today lord so that your word would be presented and not mine but god today i sense that your people are at a real crossroads god myself included and father i believe that you're gonna raise up Gideon in this house today I believe that God and I believe that the hand of the enemy is not only going to be exposed but God the enemy is going to be defeated in Jesus name that God we're going to leave this place knowing that there's no residue left God of the old man in us and we're going to go forth in your name and not ours so God just do what you dare in Jesus name amen and amen turn to somebody and say I want you to take this personal (laughs) hallelujah hallelujah Gideon's in that place, but now the Lord has forsaken us and not only has he abandoned us and done with us, but now what he's done, he's delivered us into the hand of the enemy and you can immediately see where Gideon is, but you can immediately see where God is. And the Lord began to speak just, just right. He said, and the Lord looked upon him. You need to understand this today that God is looking upon you. Just when you thought you were alone and in despair, depressed, done, finished, over, quit, whatever that it may be, I need to tell you that God is looking on. This is the one. This is the one that while he was threshing wheat by the wine press, that he's over there by the oak tree and he's just looking at him, watch what he's doing. I need to tell you that God is looking at where and what you're doing right now. And God knows where you are. And God knows where you're going to be. I'm gonna tell you today, I really want this word, man, to just really, absolutely just sink into your soul. And so he said, he looked upon him and said, go in this thy might and shall save Israel from the hand of the many and nights. He said, have I not sent thee? Now this is really where it begins to come to that place because he, he says this, and then you can immediately, I'm just jumping right in, guys, right? This has been continual. Jumping right in and saying this, he said, who, what? Me? He said, go this in your mind. The Lord did not even release to him there. He said, don't go in my name. He said, I'm going to use this. He said, I'm going to work. He don't even see it yet, but he said, go in this thy mind. He said, I'm going to use you to deliver Israel from the Midianites. What if he came to you and he said, I'm going to use you to deliver the United States of... What? you going to use me? I want to tell you this, before God will use you to deliver anybody else, he's going to deliver you from what's been holding you back. This has got to be the real part of this that comes forth. And we're going to touch on, no, we're not going to touch on that. I am going to absolutely, I want the Holy Ghost to mess with everybody in this place. We can find immediately what the issue is. We know that the enemy has come in, stolen the increase because of disobedience. In verse, listen, and my first point is this, is his reluctance. You can just write that down. Why can't God use you? Because of your reluctance. Immediately right off the bat, when God says, I'm gonna use you, he said, the Lord wants to use you in your strength. Immediately, look what he says. Oh, wait a minute, he's much like Moses, right? He says this. He says, he said unto him, oh my Lord. Don't we? Oh, oh my Lord! Oh my Lord! What are you saying? And then he goes through the discourse of saying, "Oh my Lord, you can't. Do you even know who I am, God? Do you even know my family?" <laughs> Turn to somebody. And say he does. <laughs> See? Do you even know? I don't have the credentials. I I don't have the I t- I don't have this. Did you forget where you found me? I was threshing wheat by the wine press. And immediately, and this is the kind of leader that God wants. What? The reluctant leader. The reluctant champion. If I ever get to build the or to to write the book just simply because God's still making champions or whatever that it is about champions, Gideon's going to have to be in there. And he does this, he said, do you you not? He said, "No. listen, he said, I'm not just the youngest. I'm not just the least. He said, wait a minute. He said, do you know our family? Our family has no, mm, we're the least of anybody else you know. And not only that, I'm the least of the least. Point number one, part of it, God wants to make the most out of the least of the least. Let me tell you the leader that God can use. He didn't say that. Oh, I know it. I got, I got, I got, I, I can see how you would pick me, Lord. He doesn't do that. That's the reason that God uses this reluctance and this humbleness and this way that he can move him. Can I tell you something? When you'll humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, what's he going to do? He's going to lift you up. It's not you, but it's the God in you that's going to lift others up. He immediately begins to convey his thing, and I sense something deeper here. I sense a wound of rejection. Yeah. I sense a wound of "I'm not enough, I've never been enough, I've never. Oh, come on I want to talk to some people that think they're saved today. And I hope that offended you because I'm, if you think you're saved, I want you to leave here today knowing that you're born again. I want, I want you to leave this place today knowing whose you are and what God has saved you for. He didn't just save you from sin. He saved you too. He saved you to Make a difference in this world. And if God can move on one today, listen, I'll tell you, there just may be a nation that gets free. Can you not see... You know, I can just see the Lord. I'm thinking about the times of me, like, Lord, Oh, I know that, one. Right. See, I begin to take these stories personal, and that's how I get changed. He ain't done yet. He ain't turned to somebody and say, I'm going through the change. No pun intended, ladies. I'm going to use you. And I sense, Kathy, that there's a wound there that we've got to address. Who told you? Who told you? Write this down. Believe it's from the Lord. Don't dress the wound until you address the wound. Don't dress the wound, my medical people. Don't dress the wound until you address the wound. Catherine, you've worked ER. Todd, you've worked different ones, nurses, whoever you are, you've worked that. You come in and say, oh, okay, let's put a bandage on it this is what's going on and somebody told you that church would heal you. Somebody told you that if you listen to enough praise music and listen to enough TikTok preaching and enough of this and enough of that that it would heal you. Can I tell you, quit putting a band-aid on it and let... Here's the thing, you need to stop right now. We've started doing it. The church is... I'm just gonna put my praise... You're putting your praise over a foul, stinking wound. don't like that. You don't like that. We was playing Cowboys and Indians when I was seven. I was on my pony, and my stepdad took me in a headlock. He did, Jeff. He took me in the headlock, pulled me off of my pony. I fell off my, he didn't mean to do this. I fell off my pony and run a star right through my hand. I got the scar to pee. Yeah, y'all like, uh Looked at him, he said, mm, that ain't good. I said, you tell him that. I knew I shouldn't have been the Indians I knew <laughs> fell off gotta go get that fixed go right up here when it used to be the old hospital Grayson County War Memorial Hospital that's up there where they didn't play no games anymore what's wrong let's fix it get out quit that whining all right all right. Go in. They look at it. Well, they do they do? You know, they, didn't, they didn't do this, Todd. You don't do this. You don't come in and say, oh, okay, it's going to be all right. Let's put a bandage on it. Right. No. A real doctor and a real God will say, let me take a look at that. Let me, ta- let me see if there's anything on the inside of that. We got to make sure that there's no infection. And they pull that wound open and they look in there and they say, oh, well, that ain't enough. Anybody got that alcohol? I said, you got that what? And what do they do? They begin to cleanse that wound. Yeah. They begin to get that wound right, right? Yeah. They don't just come in and wrap. Do you hear me? Come on, that's good. You want church to wrap you up and you go. Come on, come on. I ain't gotta preach to nobody else because I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna get this word today. Amen. Because the Lord done showed me, He said, You're gonna quit dressing that wound until you address that wound. Yes. Come on. That's good. Yeah. This, I'm still on Gideon. Gideon's got a wound of rejection. Gideon's got this wound. I'm least, you can't use me, God. And you know what he does? And then they pour it on me. He so said, now we're ready. Oh, don't leave it. No, we're going to stitch it up. Now let's put the bandage on. Because somebody told you that 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 somebody told you that you could be healed from the outside in God heals you from the inside out you can't put on Jesus until you put in Jesus somebody let's just stop take us a little praise break say "Greater greater is he that is on me No, greater is he that's in me than he So let's just stop right here because you know what you're doing. I'm just going, I'm going out here. I'm going to go, I'm going to tell you. You got all your friends that ain't really your friends. And I said, just wrap it up. And the whole time you... God said, I want to heal you. God wants to heal you. How do I know if it's something like, because it keeps coming up. Well that offends me. It offended you a year ago. I'm healed. Glory to God. No, you're not. Come on. I'm free, preacher. Then why you still get so stinking offended? Come on. By the way, read my shirt. I'm here to help somebody today. I ain't here to hurt you. I'm here to see God heal you. You ain't nursing off me no more. I'm gonna get you to the, Mm. I'm gonna show you the way to the throne room and I'm gonna let God heal you because I can't. And until you get to the root of the problem, you'll suffer from that same mess It's all about worth. I'm going to let you go, Larry, and you're going to do... What? I don't care how big a fit you have. He said, I'm going to move in your strength. You don't know who I am. I was the class clan. You know I tell all these library stories. You remember, you you know my family. I'm the least of them. But God wants to make the most out of the least of the least. You didn't deserve the position he called you to, but he's placed you there whether you choose the will of God to do it will be on you and not on him but I will tell somebody right now the gifts and the callings of the Lord are without repentance you've been saved 30 years you act like it but you don't live like, Oh, I've been healed God's ready God's ready to raise up some Gideons in this place. He's ready to get somebody past their self. And the Lord does it, and I've watched him do this with me so many times. Taking off's not the problem. When you got saved, sure you want it out of hell, but get me out of here. Taking off, wolf, I'm... Full steam, not just ahead, but out of here, right? Landing's the problem. And the thing is, I've seen God countless times, countless times land in my life, and it's all about His approach. Without lights, without the right bearings, without the right instrumentation, He cannot land. You cannot land. Amy says, What are you talking about? I seen the way God approached me. I'm with you, thou mighty man of valor. See, that pickup line stuck with me. See, that was his pickup line. What, what, I ain't none of that. I know you ain't. You ain't none of that, but I'm all of that, and I'm getting ready to show you. I'm getting ready, just let me come in. Charlie, where you at? Charlie, come on up here, Charlie. Watch this, watch this. Charlie, he he didn't know he was going to get called on today. Jake got a new baby. By the way, my my new grandson in the house. Y'all clap, Saul. Come on in, Charlie. Come on. You know what you're going to do. Come on in. Watch. There it comes. There it comes. There it comes. Ah. Doesn't matter where I see Charlie. Charlie coming in for a landing. Amen. Wait right there. Wait right there. Here I go with Charlie. <laughs> it's the approach. You don't understand. I done moved from a handshake with you to I'm going to hug you. You see, it's the approach. And that's the way God starts moving in our life. You shook hands with me at the altar. But I want to hug you. Thank you. And the Lord, come into my life later. He's coming in, and the thing, here he comes, here he comes. Let him land. It's the approach, and God is saying that to everybody in this place. I know everything you're not, but I know who I am. Trust me, I want to use you to make a difference in your I ain't done don't dress the wound don't dress the wound until you address the wound I'm okay no you're not ah if you're a man in here stand up if you know you're a man stand up stand up men Okay? You need to be seated. Why'd you do that? I want you to know you're a man. God called you to be a man. Not your man, not her man, but his man. I'm going to preach. You're not man enough. Do you know what Giddy was saying? Do you not know? I'm not man enough. I'm going to help somebody today. Why do you sit there? Why? When are we going to start making it? De- I know this is, I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. I want to talk to everybody. Men, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not her place. It's your place. It's your place to be God's man. I'm not talking about ruling your home with a fist and saying, boy, that's not it at all. May God strike your hand down. We are called to sacrifice. We are called to be like Christ. We're called to love her like Christ loved the church. I know, ladies, y'all like... you've got to submit. Most of the men's problem today in the United States of America is that the Jezebel spirit in the home and in the culture has emasculated the man that God called them to be. When you're emasculated in the spiritual eunuchs that take place, there can be no offspring, there can be no seed. That's the reason today that God is calling us to raise fathers before we raise sons. Because if the fathers don't get it, the sons won't get it. There's a lot in this. Not I'm the man, but when you get to the place, do you say I'm God's man? Sounds like somebody years ago. Years ago, we hadn't been here long. Lady got all huffy. Got all huffy, and you all know, man. I love my wife. You know that. She controls me with a frying pan two ways. I said, "Baby, ain't you gonna cook?" Not if you keep acting like that, and she used the other way was scare me. She reminded me, said, you know you're going to sleep at some point. Get right here. When we get to this place that God wants to use us and change us and shape us. Listen, I don't believe the devil would have gained his foothold. I don't believe that old garden snake that everybody says is harmless. I don't believe. Had Adam done what he was supposed to. And getting to that place right there to where you can see, guys, this is coming to the realization of where we are. You are God's man. Before you can be her man, you need to be God's man. Before you can be their man, ladies, give him some room. I'm going to preach like I'm in another church. I'm going to preach like I'm in revival. Can I get a witness, Sharon Puckett? I'm preaching like I'm in revival. Because maybe I am. I'm going to preach like I don't know none of y'all. You holding him down, holding him down. My my husband, my husband, I just sit on the couch. i just do this, just do that. Why don't you start speaking life over him instead of telling him everything that he's not? Why don't you tell him what he could be? Now you guys are getting some (laughs) swagger. That ain't the Aqua Velva doing it, man. That's the Holy Ghost trying to get you to raise up. Huh? This is the part, guys, listen. I'm talking to Gideon in this house. He has got to start moving in your life. Listen, this is what God, this is where the transfer happens. Just because, and I come to this place that I'm not man enough, but you're God enough. You told me back in the day, you're not man enough. What? You can't lift that? Oh, I'll do it. Or I'll break something. Now, two words stupid. Now, I don't need to be the strongest in the room. I just want to have enough strength to get out of the room. Do you hear me? Say, I'm not man enough. Men, say, I'm not man enough, but he's God enough. This is the transfer that's gotta happen. Huh? This is what's gotta happen. This is God in you, the hope of glory. You can be in church and be so far away from God. Well, they won't come with me to church. They won't come with me. So, keep going. What do you do, preacher? I'll leave crumbs. crumbs so they can follow me next time pastor what's that look like you come with me to church we'll eat afterwards I'll leave crumbs Jack huh I'll bribe you into the house of God knowing because when you get here Jesus is going to show up and he'll change your life you better believe it cheesecake will do a lot for some people Who me? I'm not man enough. God knows how to make the most out of the least. Listen, what he's doing is this. This is all about your worth. God takes you from wimpy to worthy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where the attack is. I'm not worth it. The rejection, the rejection, the rejection. Somebody spoke a word into my life yesterday and didn't even know that. I don't think they even knew they did it. I made a simple statement of something this simple. Man, I said, boy, it's just been hard for me to get the word out. He said, preacher, do you know how long you preach? I said, it's been tough for me. I said, man, it feels like there's just opposite. I just feel like, man, I feel like the word. I used the word stifled. I feel like it's been hard for me to get the word out. Then a simple word from somebody close to me. Of course. Because you got a voice of truth. You know who the enemy wants to stop you're telling a lie, it'd be free, wouldn't it? Some of you in here got a voice. I'm preaching on this later, okay? Just let's table it. Kenny, let's table it. Turn to somebody and say, I'm getting my voice back. Been sick too long. I'm getting my voice back. I'm coming before you today to tell you that I'm not here to represent me. I'm here today to tell you that God loves you. God's got a plan for your life and he wants to deliver you from the grip of hell and from the power of Satan and every demonic stronghold that's in your life. He wants to deliver you and set you free. Now, if you want to fall asleep, I'll pray you fall asleep and hit the floor and wake up. Hello. This simple. This simple. I'm not the man. Listen, I, I'm not man enough. Used to, when I was full of me and not full of him, I'd fight you. But he's God enough. I'm more than able, Whitney, to do exceedingly, but even more than you can ask or think. According to the power that comes from, no, according to the power that is in you. Wow. You want the end zone without the throne zone. You want to score, but you don't understand his presence. Man, I want to win the game. I want to listen to the end zone. Yeah! But you want presence and you, listen, you don't understand that points come from presence. We win not because of us, we win because of him. What God sees. I I, I love this part. Turn to to somebody and say, you look like a runt. (laughs) Yeah. I was the runt, Larry. Now look at me. I don't look like a runt now. (laughs) I'm saying that for a reason. Gideon says, you don't know. I'm the runt talking about rejection talking about worth oh let's see you got eight puppies and you go they want that one that's all pretty oh I want that big one. oh that one's the next biggest one. I want that one I want this one I want there's only one left guess which one it is guess which one it is the runt well what's that matter to me the prophet said I ain't gonna sit down you can pass alive. You can pass Shemima, whoever, all them before me. When he come under Jesse, and he's looking for, mm, he said, mm, "Ain't none of these going to work." I understand. He big. He broad. He's this. He can talk well. He can do mm, this. And prophet said that ain't mm, none of them going to work. None of them. He said, "Is that you, Jesse?" Daddy said, well, "We got this runt. Yeah. <laughs> we got this one that shouldn't have made it." We got this one that, the, that seemingly the deck was stacked against her. We got this one that in her family, there's no way she could have succeeded. God said, Give me the runt. Give me the runt. Hey, everybody, just wanted to thank you once again for being with us here in our worship service today and taking the time out, which I know is so valuable to you. God bless you and be encouraged.